All right, kids. Are you ready? You know, I really should do a... I really should do <clears throat> an audio check. At least on Podbean. Maybe I won't, because I don't like how this is acting. So you're just going to have to forgive me for a second. And people on the podcast are going to hear this. It's kind of like in queue. You shouldn't be hearing this. But... Uh, you are. So uh, there's nothing I can do about it other than to make sure I'm not going to waste my time squawking into this mic. And you don't hear jack shit. What's the point? Right? Podbean app and player. I recommend you do what I'm doing right now. Download the Podbean app. I might be, in addition to this, going to Spreaker only because when I play my music or play my guitar, it's altered and it sounds like shit and I don't like that. Which really pisses me off because it's my music. Well, at least when I'm playing my guitar. Actually, it's my music, but I play anyway. I bought it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I just don't want to try as a guest. Okay. Podcast for you. Um, just hit search the original. Original. Oh, Tim. Original. Red pill. Show that you are. And it's the one with the two. The red pill and the blue pill, I think. Is it? So here we go. You're ready. It sounds like it's all the working in the flex capacity is flexing. So here we go. Time to start. Facebook Live. Did this start? No, here we go. Cause I walk dinner alive. My guys, my my uh, my uh five year fuck how should I say this five five year 
going on percentage and five year divorce uh, eight. I guess I don't see anniversary for this. All right, right? Here we go. And uh, episode EP. I guess all right. Hang on a second. La, 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 la. Cause I walk in their lives And I'm wasting my time doing okay With my whiskey and Yeah Good time that time, time, Jesus Christ, I'm not a fucking spell. Right, is this working? Yeah, I think so. All right, here we go. Facebook Live. Boom, 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 boom.
All right, kids, welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today is Thursday, right? Is it Thursday? I think so. I'm fucking fucked up. Sorry. Thursday, January 7th, 2021. The show. It's for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please, it's at your own risk. Show is copyrighted by me, Freedom Revolution Network. No part of it can be reused or rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without our written consent. Or you can just ask. I personally can give a shit. Finally, the show is opinionated. That's why I do it. The host, me, callers, 815-290-0912. People that are naughty in the chat room, guests, whoever, whatever, are and always will be opinionated. Thank God. So got that going for us. Under no circumstances whatsoever. Should opinions be taken as advice? If you're seeking professional advice, I strongly encourage you to hire a license. If required person in his or her field, there, little Tommy. Hey, man. No. That's his name. Time for animal stories, little Tommy. All right. Broadcasting live. From one of the states that's going to secede from this crazy shit going on, Florida, where I'm just going to say it because people get pissed. I'm sorry, but it's just short of paradise for me. I just have to share that. Every time I put a picture up or I'm at the pool or whatever, especially in January. Fuck you, Tim. Thank you. Love you, too. Glad you're happy for me. All right, so we're broadcasting live on Facebook Live. Decided to do the show in the morning, which I used to do it all the time, with the co-host. Then solo, and then this, and then that solo. What the fuck is going on with the Mandalorian? Really? How can Luke Skywalker and R2-D2 come out? I can't figure it out. Whatever. And come on here for that. I usually waste a half an hour talking about nothing, actually. Your perspective might be, but I don't talk about anything anyway for the entire show. So I'm just going just going to dive into this pretty quickly. I have been getting feedback, which has been very positive. Just recently, somebody caught one of my Facebook Live broadcasts and the irony of this is I know this person but that's a long story and she's like why am I drawn to this and I don't know welcome to the party man I have no idea why but you are and that is going to be part of this episode I don't know why do we do what we do why are we drawn to people that we're drawn to why do we bury them <laughs> Uh, today, 
today. And if I say anniversary, I'm going to misspeak. This is not anything to celebrate. Today is my five-year divorce mark in time, maybe? I don't know. How would you say this? Just five years in time. Chronological time. Trust me, in some other aspects, it feels a lot fucking longer than that. And in some instances, it's gone by pretty fast. But for the most part, this is a, is a measurement of time. So, regardless of perception and people thinking and saying and whatever... This isn't about a bitch session, or it's not about blaming or whatever, although it may sound that way. Now, it's impossible, <laughs> impossible, not for me, for me not to, take two. Good morning, by the way. Every coffee, or your shot of tequila, whatever the fuck you do, I don't know anymore, to deal with this crazy world. I drink coffee and do this show, which is in more ways than one therapy for me. So, five years divorce today, specifically in about, well, I'm on Eastern time, so you got to minus that, whatever. Five, six hours, approximately, if you want to get technical, but as far as I'm concerned, it's five years as of this moment. And that is an interesting amount of time for a lot of reasons. Now, before I get into this, why am I doing this? I have no fucking idea. I get asked that, what are you doing? I don't know. Do you know why you do things? Why you don't know why you do them? Like getting buried? Okay, see, I'm going to be sarcastic. For people that haven't listened to the show or have listened to the show, it's kind of like Saturday Night Live and Seinfeld and fucking, I don't know, whatever. So this is me, but it's not me, but I'm being sarcastic. I just can't come on here be me. Actually, I got a story to share. So I moved out here. I went to a party with a friend. Long story short, I didn't know anybody except her. And then she took off. I'm like, okay, I'm standing there. And then she introduced me to some of her friends. And it got back to me that I was boring. Well, excuse me. Because um, when you meet me in person or some people that know me, unless you really know me, I really don't talk a lot. A lot. Uh, that's what this is for. So this is kind of like the pseudo me or the me that comes out. The me that's going to say things that you're thinking or the me that says things that I'm thinking, but I'm not going to say it to you in a party or face-to-face. -face. Unless, of course, we're really, I mean, if we're out talking and Talking, talking, which I love doing, by the way, especially with women. Believe that or not. And not for the reasons you would think. Actually, I just had a conversation that I'm not going to. I'll always keep anonymity. 
I just had a conversation three nights ago that floored me. Fucking floored me. That is hard to do. That is hard to do. Especially with women. 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 Whatever they are. Those things. Those people. Them. But yeah, I, I um, you know, unless I'm around people that I know, and it's the right atmosphere, environment, um, I bring this ejection. But if you start talking to me, seeing women don't do that. I didn't know anybody, okay? I'm single, blah, blah, blah. I don't hit on women. I don't. A whole different subject. I tried getting Marnie out here, your wing girl for guys. I'm sure she's making a ton of money. And I won't listen to her YouTube. And I scheduled a interview with her. Because some of the shit she's saying, I'm like, you have to be fucking kidding. And she even says, Listen, guys, we're women, but this is how we think. And then she says, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you gotta be you're kidding me. You're all fucking nuts. But it's it's how do you think, guy? That's what you said. You want to know? I'm telling you. Almost on the verge of breaking the girl code, guy code, whatever. But I had her scheduled. And then her assistant called and said, like, oh, well, she can't make it at night like that. I'm like, okay. I mean, I got to work during the day. I don't think she's going to get her fucking ass up at 6 a.m. to talk to me, all right? No. So that ain't going to happen. But regardless of that, Check her out anyway. Marnie, your wing girl, I think. You too. Also, Margarita Monet. I, I gotta get, I gotta get. Oh, I forgot her fucking name already. I've got for so long. Lead singer from Forever Still. I gotta get her up. Maya. Fuck. I can't believe you didn't even remember my name, you're an asshole. I gotta get her on too, but I gotta go through her agent before I just call her. I mean, hell, I have, here we go. I have uh, Edge of Paradise, Margarita Monet. I got her fucking cell phone number. You know, <laughs> not that I call her or text her by any means. I've been talking to her through Twitter. Actually, that's how I've met a lot of people when it comes to this, whatever this is, this show. A lot of people. For networking. But I reached out to Margarita Monet because they're coming out with another album. Sammy Hagar is coming out with another album. I think it's called Blackdown 2020 or some shit like that. It looks like they did the whole album and jamming through Zoom or whatever. Really cool. I love Sammy Hagar. People really know me. I mean, that's a guy that inspired me to pick up the guitar. And people think and say, oh, the way you play, you know, Eddie Van Halen. I'm like, hmm, no, Eddie Van Halen never motivated me. Not at that time to pick up the guitar. He does. He does now to a point in how he played. No doubt. But I've never said, oh, I'm going to figure it out and do what he's doing. I just play it and that's what comes out. Believe that or not, I don't really care. 
That's the honest to God's truth. But yeah, super huge. Same here. I have to go to Cabo San Lucas for birthday. You know what? I gotta plan that. I keep saying it. There's no reason not to do it anymore. I have no excuses other than I have to renew my passport, which expired during my divorce. <laughs> there was no fucking way. I was going anywhere. So I said, I don't give a shit. And I wish I would have done that, but I gotta get it all renewed. So anyway. All right, so I don't know jumping all around. Margaret, thank you, 46 School District, for that. So, anyway, Margarita Monet will be on here probably with Dave Bates, the lead guitarist from Edge of Paradise. I will give you the time. But she said, How about the 23rd? Fine with me. Let's do it. Really sweet, beautiful woman. Sings like a bird. She was trained in opera. I think we'll try to go down that road again. Check them all out on Amazon.com, Amazon Music, iTunes, whatever, YouTube. They're making their own videos. So it goes clear back to the MTV days when they actually played fucking videos. What a concept. Don't get me started on that. Very talented woman, band. Whatever, David's great on the guitar. Really fucking, really good. All right, so let's get into this shit. I set a timer on my phone. I have no notes. This is all coming off my top of my head. Memory, heart, recollection, my side of the story, whatever. Not that I get, now I'm sounding defensive already, but it's how I remember it. Now, I don't really want to go down too much what happened although I'm, like i said i'm gonna have to because it's the whole idea the reason why i'm doing this is times are tough families are getting destroyed friendships are being destroyed marriages are being destroyed unfortunately you may be going through a divorce right now and i I feel you, that's, that's all I can tell you, and you're in for a fucking wild ride. All I'm gonna say starting this is, you think you know the person when you married them, you really find out who they are when you get divorced. That's all I'm gonna tell you. So, five years today, now, I never, ever, ever, never, ever. I didn't get married to get divorced. Who does? But some of these dumb fucking people, sorry. Oh, I'm getting married again. I'm getting married again. They're on the third, fourth, fifth marriage. I don't, I didn't, that's not going to be me. That's not going to be me. If and when it happens, it'll be it. Second time around, and I've been told this, second one's better. I don't know. I quite honestly, for the, I was married 27 years. For the first 20 years, I really honestly can't tell you how it could be any better. I, I just really can't. I'm not going to sit here and bash her and say marriage sucks and you're all stupid and it's a fucked up, well, it is a fucked up system, especially through the statutes and divorce laws, at least in the state of Illinois. Be careful with that one. 
it's just horrible. You shouldn't have to destroy one person so another person survives. It's wrong, but it is what it is. So it's hard for me to believe that these laws are created by the will of the people, among other things. I don't want to get into it. I mean, kind of seeing by what happened yesterday, the will of the people are speaking. So, some, not all. And it's real hard for me not to touch that one, but I'm not going to. So, yeah, 27 years married, right? Let's see, five. Okay, I don't want to do the math. Oh, was it easy? Yeah, 27 years. An easy math, mathematical, mathematical addition. Can't talk. I'm going to do a show, but I can't talk. The math's easy, 27 years. You would think, you would think, fuck, I got this. I got this, right? No. But all I can tell you is this, is people are discovering right now. Outside influences and people fucked up my marriage. Okay. Now, did I do anything? Well, first of all, I have to be perfectly clear on this. The reasons why or reason thereof, the straw that broke the camel back was this. I was it. Hooters in Rockford, I walked in there alone, like I've always done, for 10 fucking years. Ran into a guy friend, he's at the bar, Tim, hey, how's it going, blah, 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 we're having a beer. Two girls that work at Hooters are sitting behind us, and he goes, hey, you want to sit down and talk with blankety-blank and blankety-blank? I knew one, didn't know the other. Sure. I sit down and talk, and allegedly... My son-in-law is in the restaurant watching this whole thing, unbeknownst to me. Long story short, he runs back to my wife, what I was never confronted upon by my daughter, right? my daughter's husband, still is, uh, or my wife at the time, who's not, that he ran back to my wife and said I was on a double date with a friend and two women. And he was with a friend that bear false witness on this. Now, mind you, until my son told me, go, what the fuck is wrong with your mother? Well, Ryan saw you at Hooters on a double date. I'm like, what? I'm going to tell you something. Guys can be assholes. No doubt about it. No, we don't have to fucking... But when a woman gets something in her head, it's not coming out. Right, ladies? Right? Well, you did this here, fucking asshole, and I'm never going to forgive you. You're fucked. You're done. You're fucking done. I don't care if you're a best friend, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend. Well, you could be girlfriend if you're lesbian. I don't have a problem with it. But yeah, you're cooked. Once a woman is scorned, you're fucking gone. You're fucking done. Done! I don't care. That's beyond the point of no return. That's the ship leaving the harbor. That's the plane taking off. You missed that fucker. You're done. It ain't turning around for you. 
you either you fucked yourself, you fucked yourself, but you missed the plane, you missed the boat. Ain't coming back just for you. That's what happens. Once a woman gets something in her head, it's not coming out. There you go. So when I found out, I confronted my son-in-law. He's like, ah, blah, 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 I hung up on him. And then my wife proceeded to pack her shit and move to North Carolina. And uh, let's see, I don't, don't want to make her look too bad. I won't share this. I don't want this to be. I don't. I just want nothing but happiness for her. And you know, just leave me the fuck alone. Sorry. Because I saw some sides of this person <laughs> that I never thought, and of course me too. But in my defense. That's exactly what it was. It was defense. Now, I didn't get physical or threatening or fucking restraining orders and all that horrible shit that you hear in divorces. That when you attack me, you're going to get a bit. I just had this happen yesterday at work on the phone with my boss and he was joking. And he said, well, blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, blah, 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 blah. And he just started laughing. Just him. I'm kidding. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm from Chicago. I don't put up with shit. I don't. You're going to tell me to go fuck myself. I'm going to tell you to go fuck myself. And that's not what he said. But I'm just saying, if you, you know, if you punch me in the face, I'm unfortunately probably going to hit you back. But I'm never going to go out looking for trouble. Just don't fuck with me. And you know, there's a lot of people from Chicago, my friends, that I love to death that are the same way. Don't fuck with me. Not a threat. Just don't. Just don't fuck with me. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave my family alone. But no, we got to test him. I don't know if this is happening with you or makes any sense whatsoever. If he went through this godforsaken horrible experience that never goes away. Somebody told me that. I know I can't wait till the shit's over and it's done. Like it's never going to be over and done. That is true, especially when you have kids. Now, my kids are grown. <laughs> I will share this. So, right after the divorce, or during the divorce, my son in law, my daughter, who worked for me, and my wife, who is my partner in the business, tried to turn my son against me. So much so that they pretty much disowned him. His mother, after the divorce, just left him to even say goodbye to him. See, now this is not the woman I married. I swear to God to you, it's the truth. I have no reason to lie. <laughs> really don't. And my son was heartbroken. My son and my wife, my family for that matter, we were nothing short of the Brady Bunch. All the neighbors, kids came over. We were the cool parents. Hey, Mr. Parsons, they got them coming to come to town. Your parents are so cool. Kim was cool. Kimberly, as she likes to be known now. Fucking. I don't know how some people deal with shit. They find God. They fucking, no offense. Then they change your name. And, oh, I'm a different person now. <laughs> okay. Glad that works for you. No accountability whatsoever. 
So she just packs her shit, leaves, and doesn't say goodbye to her son. Heartbroken, heartbroken son. So she just left a fucking nuclear bomb blow up, and I had to deal with collateral damage. And I'm going to say this. So before one time she went, one of many times to the attorney. Horrible stuff, guys. I'm sorry. It's, it's real, though. She goes, I'm just going to walk away from everything and give you everything or whatever. And I'm like, okay. I'm, you want an argument out of me? I'm not going to argue with that. Comes back from the attorney and scorn pissed off like she just talked to Satan himself. I'm going to destroy you. And all I said to her is, I go, you're going to destroy everything. And she has, and she did. With no reservations whatsoever. Because a woman scorned is going to get revenge and justice. In my experience. And you wonder why at the time, in the past five years, I've been working through this shit that I want to stay away from women. A business destroyed, a family destroyed, all the hard work destroyed, all the equity she got. I didn't argue with her. First divorce decree, here's my offer. Which was very fair and reasonable. But, <laughs> I mean, all right. I'll say it, okay, $1,500 a week for four years. This woman has proven now, been remarried, had all the potential and capability of providing for herself. Why do I got to pay you $1,500 a week for four years? I don't get it. And I asked her, I go, this is too much. You're going to vampire me. Okay, fine. I signed it. My business was being destroyed. I couldn't pay it. And then I get threatened with fucking contempt of court. So I told her, I go, the business is failing. I can't pay this. You should know. Being a nice guy. Well, I'll just call my attorney and have you arrested for contempt of court. Mm -hmm. What? Then I caught her ass, and this is enough of this shit. Because I'm gonna, this is here for you. I'm just sharing very vaguely <laughs> some of the stuff. So she meets this guy she's married to now, almost divorced and reconciled. None of my business. And then when she did that, I said, I can't. I, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Good luck. Goodbye. Because everything she ran from here, she reestablished there with this guy. That's what I'm going to say. So when I told her that I couldn't pay her anymore, I'm going to have to go in for a reduction back in the court, she threatens me with contempt of court. So I find out she's cohabitating with this guy that she's not married to. 
So I said, look, I know you're living with Mr. Wonderful. Actually, Mr. Gray is what I call him. So there you go. Get a little hint of what I think of that. I know you're cohabitating with Mr. Gray. I'm paying your ass $1,500 a week for the same roof. Probably getting fucked every night. Sorry. Just telling you. I just This is my, my mindset, okay? I'm not paying somebody so they can get fucked every night and take all the money I'm giving to them and living under the same roof with somebody else. I'm not doing it. And according to Illinois state law, when you're cohabitating with somebody, I don't, they don't have to pay them. Now, I'm not an attorney, okay? Thank God, no offense. I told her, I go, I will drag your ass back here to court with your parents and everybody else to testify that you are in fact cohabitating with this person. Who's she married and still married today? Good for her. Great, that's great. Wonderful. You and Mr. Gray can live happily ever after. And she goes, okay, we'll amend the decree. And I got no problem sharing this. Pay me 40 grand and we're done. I just bought a mobile home. Oh, God forbid. I just bought a mobile home to start my fucking life over. And three months later, I got to sell it to pay her off. Which, in all technical definition, is I made myself homeless. So I sold it. I gave her $40,000 and fuck her. Okay. And that's about as much as I want to share with that. So since then, which was approximately four years ago, I would think, I've moved eight times, lived with people, felt like a loser. My credit was destroyed. <laughs> I can't rent anywhere. I managed to get a one-bedroom shithole apartment above a pizza place that smelled like fucking cheese, burnt cheese. Every time you walked into it, in Burlington, Illinois, which is a little shithole fucking drunk town. Nice place to visit. I wouldn't live there. Just about lost my goddamn mind, and I left and moved to Colorado. And since then, I've been trying to get my life back. Divorce destroys one person's life. Now, if you want to spend money, and I'm not an attorney, first of all, next time, it's going to be a prenup and a postnup. Postman, yeah, postman. Fuck this. Fuck, you're gonna make it about the fucking money? Really? You're gonna make it about the money. Because you're a crazy fucking bitch. Really? Oh, and by the way, too, and I'm gonna shut up. She put in writing, I'm gonna defend my son-in-law at all costs while we're going through the divorce. So there's some type of bond there that is just so surreal when you take marriage vows. For better, for worse, sick, sick and in health, blah, 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 blah. That seemed to be irrelevant. All because of some lying sack of shit that told my wife I was on a double date, which she should have known better. I mean, really? 
if I'm going to risk my marriage and my divorce, first of all, she's going to have to be better looking than my wife at the time. That should be hard to do. Sorry. Ain't going to catch me in bed fu fucking them. See? That's sitting in a restaurant with some friends in a public place 10 miles from my house that people know I go to and risk my entire fucking livelihood. Really? You really think I'm that stupid? Apparently so. So anyway, that's enough of that. So that's kind of my story. Now I'm trying to get my life back. I'm busting my ass. I'm 56 years old. I'm fucking pot to pissing, except a little bit of Bitcoin, which is going through the roof, by the way, which I've settled. Well, I shared my research and thinking process on that. And then it's fucking going through the roof. No retirement, no nothing. Fucking, I'm 19 and 56, starting over in Florida. There you go. Okay. You can be me too. I wouldn't recommend it. So in the meantime, I reconnected with some people that I've known since I was seven, thanks to Facebook. Facebook sucks, but Facebook also has its good little hidden gems in it too. But I'm going to get into when I was going through this shit and moved to Colorado. Before I moved to Colorado, I went to one-on-one -on -one therapy sessions. And that's when it was revealed to me and I shared with them what happened. And he goes, oh, well, you, you let a sociopath in your family. I go, what the fuck is that? Um, that's enough to drive you crazy right there. Evil people. Evil people. Unbelievable. Do your homework. Type how to recognize a sociopath. And I think she's Indian, but and you'll see her. Phenomenal woman. You don't even know what's happening to you. And I don't want to get into that because it's very dark. And it's very... Thank God I've had a shitload of therapy and this and that and the stuff I've been through and just beaten into submission for me to understand and see without seeing because that's a sociopath so there you go all kinds of stuff okay i gotta pull back out of this stuff just share my my experience so the experience of that was i dated in the beginning dated some women no offense to them picked some wrong women didn't turn out whatever now Single, two and a half years, didn't date in Denver, when I Denver, Loveland, Colorado. Haven't dated here. I have women friends, thank God. And that's been building up more and more and stronger and stronger and closer and closer. And right now, I'm reading the book Boundaries, Learning How to Trust Again, or something like that. Phenomenal fucking book. And that's where I'm at. But for for you uh, people that are going through this shit, you're lost. And if you're not, you know, if you got somebody on the side or you're getting divorced because you're fucking around or you're going to get married right after your divorce and blah, 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 blah. It's going to hit you like a ton of bricks, man. I'm telling you. It's going to because you're going to carry all that fucking shit into your next marriage.
because you haven't dealt with a goddamn thing. One person's not going to make you happy. You are going to make you happy. And until you learn that, you're just going to transfer all your problems and all your shit into your next relationship. I would not suggest that. That's why I have been very patient. I don't hit on women. They approach me, and it's not like every time I'm out there, I'm hit on. I'm not saying that. I just don't. I was like, I'll talk to you. I'll do this. I'll do that. But I'm not going to. I mean, unless you're really hot as fuck and we're really connecting and it goes that way, then of course. But I'm just not going to approach women and say corny lines or say this or say that. It's just not. It's not me. It's not what I do. You want me, you come up to me. I'm sorry. Or if I come up to you or we are introduced then we get hit it off, it's different. But no, I don't I don't do that. And I know women like to be approached and chased. Well, if you like me, you're gonna have to whatever. You know what? If you like me, you're gonna have to whatever. I like alpha women, but not dominant. Well, it depends if you're in dominant, then that's okay too. But I mean overbearing, controlling women. I don't like overbearing, controlling people. I just don't. The whole alpha thing, I don't. I know women supposedly love it. Oh, he's so confident. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you don't think he's going to tell your ass what to fucking do? This is a control issue. But see, that's me. I don't like alpha dominance. But that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm being told, but whatever. Good luck with that one. Anyway, so you're probably finding out you have, at least for a guy, women I don't know, I'm not a woman. You're going to look for resources. I got on YouTube. I watched videos. I did this. I did my homework. I bought books. I couldn't find the books that I bought were stories of after being divorced, trying to cope with being around your ex and your family and all that shit. I'm like, this isn't helping me. This is awful. I couldn't find any good. I'm not saying they're not there now. This is five years later. But I couldn't find shit. I, I went to my church. We have a support group for divorce. Oh, we did. We canceled it. <laughs> Wonderful. Then I moved to Colorado. And the name of... The church was Crossroads in Loveland. And they had all the little kiosks set up in the lobby and all that. And it said divorce care. I'm almost positive that's what it's called. Because I was trying to think, the fuck is the name of that? Support group. And it was divorce care. And, I, and I'm positive for the most part. It's a, it's a national thing. It's not just divorce care for that church. It's a nation thing. You might find it. I don't want to do a Google search. You have to do your own homework. I'm not going to make you drink water. I'll lead you to it. You're going to have to do it on your own. Divorce care. So I went to that. I would say for, I don't know, Jesus videos and this and that, two hours discussions every Tuesday night. It's still going on. I just actually heard from a couple that um, runs it. And I didn't say goodbye to anybody when I left Colorado. And, and 
His name's Craig, and he's like, Tim, just send an email seeing how you're doing. I haven't seen you for a while. Uh, I said I left Colorado reluctantly, and I'm in Florida. And he goes, well, we're going to miss you, blah, 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 good luck to you and all that stuff. I'm like, give you too. Pretty much. Just read your digest version. There was more than that, but it doesn't matter. And when I went through that divorce care, the the look on these people's faces were just like, oh my God. Oh my God. I mean, they're just fucking destroyed. Their head hanging down, looking like lost, like help me, helpless. Men and women. And I heard all kinds of stories, and I'm like, oh, my God. And my husband came home, and he's dating a younger woman, and he just said, I want a divorce after fucking 30, 40 years, whatever it was, 20. Does it matter? Does time matter? No. I don't think time matters. It matters on a, well, it matters in divorce court, and it matters on an equity level. But, I mean, come on. When you marry somebody, you're, you're bonded. You know, you're, you're, you think, you know, each other. I mean, you're in, you're committed. Does time really matter? I don't think so. So I went through that. Probably saved my life. These are things I did. Or saved my mind, for sure. Shit I went to. I moved to Colorado to heal. I had to get out of there. I'm going to put some references. Uh, outwitting the devil, Napoleon Hill. I can't tell you how phenomenal that book is. Helped me tremendously. The movie The Shack. I think that literally saved my life, especially the judgment scene. This is all stuff that helped me. I was lost, I was destroyed. I was walking in circles. I experienced anxiety. I'm walking around. Where the fuck is my dogs? Where's my family? Where is everybody? In a mobile home park in Bartlett. In a shithole rental fucking... No offense. I appreciate it. We're flipping my head. But really? Where is everybody? They all left. And I pray to God you don't go through this, but I'm really disappointed in my family because you would think you would defend your husband or your dad or whatever against people that very creatively wiggle their way into your family and your life and destroy you. If your daughter, your son, your wife, your husband, any anybody, your parents, if, if they're betraying you, I'm sorry, that's just what it is. If they're betraying you, and you're like, you're going to be in denial. You're like, what? That's my daughter. That's my son. That's my mom. That's my dad. That's my husband. That's my wife. If that's happening to you right now, don't ignore it. Because you, And you're going to be try to be convinced that you're the problem and you're not. That's what sociopaths do. And that was the whole thing of this. 
you're not going to see it. They're ghosts. They're fucking intrinsic. They're very manipulative. They attack you. The Invisible Man. There's a movie out right now. I watched it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty normal. There's nothing worse than a physically invisible sociopath. And that's what this movie's about. This poor woman lost her goddamn mind. I, re I really recommend that movie. But I watched it. I'm like, yeah. I mean, okay. Didn't surprise me in the least bit. People watch it and go, holy fuck. It's a fucked up movie. Yeah. So if you have people betraying you with one degree of separation, I will pretty much almost guarantee somehow, some way, sociopaths attack you in a cowardice manner, manner through the ones they love you, that love you. And somehow, some way, they're very successful at turning those people against you. I don't care if you believe me or not. Some people are like, what the fuck? Tim's fucking nuts. Some people are shaking their head in agreement going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? You're a very strong person and you figured it out. And hopefully you saved everything before you lost everything. But these people, these people's success rates are very, very high. You usually don't figure it out without losing your goddamn mind. Or losing everything because it's too late. Because you think, well, that's my family. This person's a stranger. They're going to come in here and talk shit after 20-some years of marriage and divide your spouse from you by lies and deception? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm telling you. And if it can happen to me, It can happen to anybody. So if you're experiencing that right now on top of a divorce, on top of losing your business, on top of being destroyed, and on top of no family member, first degree separation is defending you or having your back. I can pretty much guarantee there's a sociopath in there somewhere. And you're not going to win. Now, if I meet somebody, I would say after the third time, I can tell you if they are or not. Because it takes some real deep training and therapeutic and psychological training. This is just training to identify these people through deep therapy. If they're not lying to you, which they are because they're sociopaths, so they're lying to you. Uh, but more than education is experience. And I can tell you right now, third time, definitely by the fifth time, depending on how covert they are. But I can, I can pretty much tell you. And you're going to lose your goddamn mind. So if you're going to therapy, which I recommend, you better tell your therapist everything. Now, I like psychologists, not psychiatrists, because I don't think getting on drugs for any reason whatsoever, legal, illegal, whatever, drinking, taking pills, whatever, I don't think that. My psychologist tried putting me on Xanax 
for anxiety. And I decided to smoke two packs of cigarettes a day when I'm not a smoker to deal with that. I will not swallow a pill. I just won't. I don't even like taking Advil or Tylenol or anything when I'm in pain. And usually when things are prescribed to me, I don't take them. I actually refuse prescription. Well, I got I to gotta give you this because it's part of the diagnosis. I'm like, I don't fucking care. You can do whatever you want. I ain't taking it. It either sits or I destroy it. But please go to a psychologist and tell them what's going on. Because you're not going to figure it out. You're just, you're just not. It took me everything that I had to figure it out through professional accredited mental health experts. My mother, God bless her, has her master's in sociology and is a social worker, and she has no training whatsoever in sociopaths. And I try to explain this to her. I go, Ma, do you know what a sociopath is? Well, no. Okay, well, you should. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how, if you're going to help people with their lives and straighten their shit out, I don't know how you cannot be trained in a sociopath or, so, uh, or whatever the term would be, sociopaths. You have narcissists, you have psychopaths, you have uh, all the fucking flavors of people, bipolar people, whatever. And sociopaths take the cake. <laughs> so... And you don't have any training in them, and you're helping people with their life. I find that I find that fascinating and shocking, and all this other stuff. So it's not you. This is the whole thing of this. I'm sharing this because of the shit I went through. Because you're not gonna figure it out. Go get some help, and share everything. Because if you're being targeted by a sociopath, you're never gonna know. And the people that are around you are the weapons to destroy you. For some reason, this sociopath, it's usually out of jealousy or they what they want what you can have, or you piss them off or unknowingly or call them out like I did. And uh, they're going to target you, but they're going to destroy you through the people around you that are behind you, which is betrayal. You're worried about protecting the people that are behind you in your circle, your kids, your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mom, your dad, behind you, you're protecting them from the people that are in front of you or outside of you. But I never thought in a million years that I would be betrayed from the people that were behind me. And that's some deep fucking shit to, to accept and deal with. These people will destroy you. Okay? So, read a lot. Read as many books as you can find. You have to heal. On the YouTube videos I found, finally, this guy's like, oh, it's going to take you four to five years to get over this shit. I laughed. I go, I'll be over this in a year. Wrong. Five years. I would say I'm 99%. I mean, how can you really be like, say, wow, I'm the way I was before the divorce. This thing scars you deep.
And what it really did for me is it destroyed my trust in women. And for the most part, guys. I don't trust guys to begin with. So I think it was not an issue. I don't. I just don't. But women I did, and I do, and I did, and I was betrayed. And it's taken me really recently, the past year, I've really made leaps and bounds and strides. I have met women that I can't tell you, even recently, <laughs> that I've talked to and resonated with and have a heart of gold and are just amazing. And without my women friends, regardless the level of connection and level of friendship or whatever you want to call it, relationship, I wouldn't be able to it. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I tried to not like women. It apparently came out <laughs> a few times. Obvious. I can't hide my feelings and how I am. I'm just not. I'm not, I'm not good. I'm not a good liar. And people who really know me can look at me and go, what's wrong with you? Blah, 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 blah. But that's not, it's not fair for me to condemn the entire female gender because I got screwed. It's not. But it hurts. It hurts. And the only way you're going to get through this is some really deep therapy. If you want to date and get your brains fucked out, that's fine. I mean, that might be part of it. It may help, it may not help. You're just going to have to go by your instincts and what you think you need. And you're probably going to be wrong, but you still have to do it. I would suggest, and this is what I've done, you have to live alone. Alone. Now, if you want a cat and a dog, and when I mean alone, I mean alone. Alone. Not a bird, not a cat. You know, hell, maybe not even your television, which probably wouldn't be a bad idea. I didn't do that. Come home to nothing alone. Read. Make new friends. Watch movies. Get closer to God. Pray. Get involved in the church. But don't go fucking extreme. Look at yourself. Be honest. What really makes you happy? You have to obtain peace and happiness. And everybody's journey is different. And don't try to find your journey or your path. That finds you. And I think eventually you'll make, make it through it. People have given up when stuff like this happens. Because the loss, there's, here's another book. It's okay that you're not okay. I bought that for friends. I bought it for people. Phenomenal book. It's okay that you're not okay. I gotta be, I'm drinking too much coffee. I got to be right back. I'm sorry. Man. <laughs>
I'm sorry about that. I just, I can't, I can't fucking. Uh, I get to a point and I'm trying to ignore it. I'm like, fuck, I gotta do that. I gotta go. So, uh, the book, it's okay that you're not okay. Phenomenal. The book boundaries. You're gonna have to set boundaries. When I when I moved to Colorado, one of the first things I did, and it filled up a whole notebook. I don't know if I'm sharing this on the other hand. I've shared it with other people. Took up a whole page of boundaries that will not be crossed when I get another serious relationship with a woman. Now, of course, some of them are, you know, see, that's part of why I'm still single because I'm way too picky. Let somebody say that. A few people, actually. Oh, you're so handsome, and I don't know why you don't have a boyfriend or her boyfriend. Fuck. Uh, okay, hang on. I don't edit this show. <laughs> so, whoa. Jesus Christ, I'm gay. I'm gay? I don't know. No, I'm not gay. I'm kidding. I don't care how drunk I am or what happens. I don't look at a guy and go, man, I'd love to shove my penis in his asshole. I just don't. I don't get it. I don't good look at a guy when I see him. Trust me, but no. I fucking totally forgot what I'm gonna talk about because I just went way somewhere I don't want to go. But anyway, that book. I'll just go back to what I remember. <laughs> it's okay that you're not okay. Oh, the boundaries. Boundaries book. Yeah, I made a whole list. Sorry. Whole list. And to this day, I'm positive that's why I'm not serious or even dating because it's just like oh my god oh the dating stuff okay i can go on forever with this the dating stuff so i got on uh, a recommendation by my sister you need to get on online dating okay oh my god oh my god so they need to reach out to me actually that's what it was because i never like i said i don't I don't hit on women, and that includes online dating. And I would get messages. I saw your picture, blah, 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 so and so and so and so. Uh, I'd like to talk, and then you talk, and then you set a date. These women put on there, and guys do it too, so this is my experience. This is really bullshit. Divorced. Show a picture. Oh, she's pretty, she's good shape, whatever. One of my boundaries. I mean, I work out, I'm in shape. I'm not a fat fucker, I'm not fluffy, and whatever. And I'm divorced. I will show you my divorce decree. <laughs> so I get this happened more than once. I'd say I gave up. I'm like, fuck this stuff. So I show up, and in some cases, drove all the way to Orland Park from Barlow, which is a good hour and 15 minutes, okay? I walk in and then there she is. And it's like, okay, did you just put on 50 fucking pounds with appetizers? Sorry. And then great. So I sit down and I talk, start talking. So how long have you been divorced? Because that, that always comes up. And I'm going to say this, just because you talk about it doesn't mean you're not over it. That is one of the biggest myths and misnomers of this whole thing. You need to talk about this shit. And if somebody asks, 
you talk about it, but you can have your limitations to it because sometimes it just goes into a bashing thing and you just get resentful and get all pissed off. And then that's normal, but that's normal. As more time goes by, that goes away. So I would say, so how long have you been divorced? Oh, I'm not divorced. I'm in, I'm in, in a divorce. And I'm just thinking, well, wait a minute, you said you're divorced on your fucking profile. I'm like, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting in a love triangle. Are you crazy? Not to mention, the chances of reconciliations are pretty good. And if they're not, somebody's always psychotic. Oh, you're dating this guy? Who's this guy? Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to beat his ass. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. See? That's what you have to look forward to. And if you're a woman and you're dating a guy, well, yeah, I'm divorced and I, you know, I put on a few pounds and drink, drink a couple of beers, you know, waiting on you. So I got fatter, whatever. <laughs> you're going to have to deal with psychotic fucking ex-wife bitch. Sorry. So this is no fun. It is no fun whatsoever. And then you reconnect from friends and high school sweethearts or somebody you had a crush on. <laughs> and then you find out who they are and like, wow. It's no fun. I wish it was. I wish I could tell you it's going to be great. It's not. <laughs> People are more fucked up than they have ever been. And you would think they're in their 50s. They wouldn't be. But they are. And unless you deal with this stuff, and that's the whole point of this thing. Don't just move on and carry all your shit into some poor innocent person's life and mislead them or don't deal with your issues. Stay single. Live alone. Get into some therapy. Figure shit out. Figure shit out that goes clear back to your childhood. If you have childhood issues, codependency issues, drug addiction, fucking whatever. Whatever issues you had, you better fucking fix them or at least address them. Because are we ever fixed? No. We're all damaged in some type of way. But don't carry that damage into another relationship. Because it's just a recipe. You're setting yourself up for failure. And you're going to hurt somebody unintentionally. I've made the mistake. I am not sitting here saying that I did everything perfect. I made a lot of mistakes. I dated women that... <laughs> I, can't them. I, I dated women that I shouldn't have dated. And I knowingly did it, but I looked the other way. That's why it's imperative that you got to have boundaries. If they're still married, you better run. If they're even honest with you. It sucks. It fucking sucks. It, it really does. You got to find out what makes you happy. Do that stuff first. I play guitar. I work out. I ride my motorcycle. I read. I do this show. Find, find things that make you happy. Do not replace the person you lost 
with somebody else. Buy a fucking dog. Buy a cat. Buy something for companionship. In my opinion, we're all a little bit or a lot codependent. We're not supposed to be alone. Why do you think Facebook is so popular? It fucks everything up. Because we're not supposed to be alone. We're not. The Bible says right there, I'm not going to get religious, Adam and Eve. You know, yeah, two, two people. We're not supposed to be alone. But if you can learn to live to be alone, and I mean truly alone, I think someone should live for a year alone. If you have guy friends, whatever that means, girlfriends, whatever that means, with, without benefits, whatever. I have slept with women. Overnight in the same bed. This has happened more than once. And nothing's happened. There's nothing wrong. Because what I really miss, let me get a little fucking sensitive here. I miss just laying next to a woman or holding her in bed and just laying there and watching TV or talking or light touching, kind of sound like a chat, or, or whatever. I do. I really do. And the talking and the intimacy and just laying there. You know, of course, the sex and all that shit. Yeah, that's nice too. But quite honestly, and I cannot believe I'm saying this. It's not the number one thing. It's the intimacy, the bonding, the talking. The mind, the soul connection. But just laying there and fucking talking about stupid shit or lightly touching or laying on my chest or me touching, playing with her hair or that crap. Light strokes on legs and whatever without getting into the you know, you're turning me on touching like that thing not that I do to be fucking honest and I spent the night with more than one woman friend it didn't go to that part but it did go to the holding part and just laying next to somebody I mean that's yeah, it's wonderful I miss that. Quite honestly, that's why I don't have a fucking bed. And I sleep on a couch. Here's, I'm sure people won't do this. I sleep on a couch for a reason. Because when my back is touching the upper part, vertical part of the bed, I feel like I'm sleeping with somebody because I feel, feel something. I tried sleeping in a bed. I can't fucking do it. I, I mean, I will eventually. It's been five years. But it's like there's the feeling that I'm leaning up against somebody. And because you sleep with somebody for 27 fucking years, well, not 27, but whatever. You get acclimated to that. And people, well, buy a dog or buy a, a, a somebody told me buy like a, buy a teddy bear like Ted and sleep with that. I'm fucking nuts. How am I going to explain that to my friend? What's that teddy bear for? Um. <laughs> Or one of those pillows. They make pillows where you can feel like another person, I guess. I don't know. I've heard all kinds of shit. But there's nothing that's going to replace a woman. Or a man, if you want. But we're not supposed to be alone. But life will be, heal you a shit hand 
and you're going to be alone. And it's not fun. It's not fun. Being single sucks. I've had friends that have been married forever. I live vicariously for you. Like, I'm jealous for, through you. I'm jealous. You can just do whatever you want. Yeah, that's true. But freedom comes at a price. And that price is loneliness. And if you can't be alone, then you're not ready to be with somebody else. And that's what I learned on this fifth year chronological mark of time. That I've learned to be alone. And I choose to be alone. But it's not definitive. It's not, I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. But it is a choice. And I'm not just going to sit here and lower my bar. See, this is going to sound really condescending and arrogant and conceited. But it's my life. And it's my peace and it's my happiness. And I lowered the bar. And I tried. How many of you are rescuers out there? Either have the people that need to be rescued or you have the rescuers. I tried rescuing somebody for 30 fucking years. And they didn't deal with their problems ever since they were a little girl. And that doesn't go away. And that's why I'm begging you, don't get into another relationship until you deal with your shit. And learn to live alone for at least a year. Alone. Then maybe you buy a cat. I couldn't have animals because they weren't allowed. And I really wasn't in, the lease wasn't on in my name. I was, or I was living with somebody and renting a room and all that. Fucking horrible. That's fucking horrible, man. Two houses, all kinds of shit. Made money beyond my fucking wildest dreams. And I can't even find a place to live. You're a gypsy. And until very recently, and then while moving to Colorado, I got my own place, my name on a lease. Never had a problem finding a job. I just don't. I won't. I never will. But it's a place to call home. Colorado was home until COVID fucked it all up. I ain't getting into that. Florida's home now. Florida is working for me. I'm in a wonderful I feel like I'm on vacation living in this apartment complex with a fucking pool, palm trees. I feel like I'm in a hotel. And then when I post that on Facebook, you're an asshole. <laughs> okay. You know, do you really want to see what I went through to get here? To sit in this fucking lawn chair, making my steak on the grill, sitting in a pool with a smile on my face. I mean a real smile on my face. Fuck you. You're an asshole. <laughs> okay. Thanks for being happy for me. And you know what? It doesn't matter because I don't blame them. It's jealousy. And there lies in a lot of problems that are going to be caused for you. Because there's haters. There's people that need to be rescued. People want, want what you have. They can't have it. And you would think they would say, how did you get that stuff, Tim? What did you do? You let people in your family because you trust them. And your daughter's in love with them. And you trust your wife because 
He took marriage vows. But there's always that jealousy, always somebody that wants something that you have, whether it's your beautiful wife or your house or your fucking whatever. And if they can't have it, fucking women do this all the time. Guys, I don't know. Guys are assholes. They just want to fuck everything that walks. I'm, so, I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Um, regardless of what you think, you're being told. It's a guy code. I'm breaking it. People want what you have. And there's a small percentage that falls into the psychotic, psychopath, narcissistic, bipolar, all these terms, sociopaths, that if they can't have what you have, they're going to try to take it from you, whether it's your wife or your girlfriend, your livelihood, your business. If they can't take it from you, they're going to make sure that you don't have it. And that's when it gets ugly. And those are bad humans. Because people should be happy for you. The people that really love you and care about you. See what my problem is? Is that I expect the people to react and handle situations when they happen. My character defect is I expect them to do what I would do. And unfortunately, I'm always let down. And then you give it too much power and energy to try to convince them to see it your way. And you're wasting your time and your energy. And you're going to look like an asshole or a bitch. The best thing to do is just accept it and move. I'm going to end it with this. So Demi Moore, and I've said this before, Demi Moore, whatever she calls herself, read her book. I haven't read her book. But Howard Stern was in her. There's two great interviewing interviewers on this planet. Joe Rogan, Howard Stern. No contest. I don't know who's better. Doesn't matter. But Howard Stern has had Demi Moore on. She wrote her book. She's seeing a therapist. Unbeknownst to her, her therapist is allegedly fucking her mother. And she has issues with her mother. So she's telling her therapist who's fucking her mom about her mom. Can't make this shit up. On top of everything else that poor woman's gone through. So Howard Stern said this and that. Oh, my God. You know, all these horrible things people did to you that loved you close to you, blah, 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 blah. You know, oh, my God. How how could they do that to you? And how, how are you so strong now? And this is what she said. She said, I don't look at it that way. I don't look at it like I'm the victim. I look at it as, look what you've people done for me to put me where I need to be. Force me to grow. Force me to deal with this stuff. Force me to be where I'm supposed to be. Because without that, you wouldn't be. It's called hypnotic rhythm in Outwitting the Devil. People won't leave Streamwood, Illinois because they're safe and secure. But they'll sit there and bitch about their life 24 hours a day. Because 
they don't have the balls to get the fuck out of that goddamn town. And I love that town to death. I will never forget where I came from. Absolutely, I couldn't have asked for a better place to be raised and friends in high school and school. I'll remember the shit from the that. And I know where I came from. But you get caught in all that bullshit. And it's just a whirlpool or a washing, washing machine going in circles. And you're never you're going to get stuck in a spin cycle for the rest of your fucking life. And some things that happened to me that pushed me out of that. And that's what she was saying. So God forbid you're going through a divorce, which is which is definitely a tool from the devil. There's no doubt about it. And we're warned about it. It's in the Bible. I don't know exactly what it says, but divorce is fucking god awful. But don't play yourself as the victim. Now, if you brought it on yourself, then you better ask for forgiveness and figure your shit out. And don't repeat your mistakes because you cause a lot of pain to people. A lot of pain. But if you've been dealt this, it's, it's, I've never lost a child or one of my parents or anything close to me, but the two major losses that fuck people up are losing a loved one in a divorce and divorce a second. And it's got to be a close second. I can't really comment on that because I don't know. But I'm going to tell you something. It fucking sucks. And the things that are going to happen to you, you will never see coming. But all I can tell you, on my fifth, chronological measurement of time of my divorce, it's imperative that you don't look at it like you're a victim. Look at it like you're just pushing me onward and upward. You're raising the bar. You're going to go places, and you are, that you never dream possible. Because you know why? Because life, philosophical, life isn't all positivity and results from busting your ass and doing the right thing and being a good human and blah, 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 blah. We're also pushed to places from the negative side. And that's betrayal, divorce, finding out who your friends and family truly are. Because you're supposed to ascend or ascension. You're supposed to keep moving up to be a good human. And when you surround yourself with shitty fucking people, birds of a feather. So don't look at it like I can't believe he's divorcing me or I'm divorcing him. Or It's time to move on. You've grown apart. Whatever the reasons are, don't play the victim. I mean, don't be thankful. Well, honey, I want a divorce. Oh, thank you. You're just pushing me to where I need to be. I mean, that's a pretty... If you can say that, you're a way better person than me. It's like... But in reality, that's what it is. You're not supposed to be with that person or the people around you. And it may take you packing up your shit. I talked to a person the other night about this. They've actually moved more times than me. I mean, we resonated like it was crazy. It was fucking crazy. And who would have thunk? 
all trying to find happiness in home, peace and happiness, and enjoying our life. But don't play it with them. And don't stay in a dysfunctional relationship. If you're hurt, or your boundaries are crossed, it's going to be your decision to give them a mulligan. But you better be prepared that you're giving somebody a second chance. And everybody deserves a second chance. But if it's really something bad that unforgiven, you can forgive them, but you won't forget. That's another thing, too. Well, you haven't forgave whatever. No, I've forgiven whomever, but I'm not going to forget. Forgiveness doesn't hit the reset button. That's another misnomer. Well, you forgave them. I thought everything's fine. No, I forgive them, but they can still go fuck themselves. Until you approach me and say, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Done. Done. Of course, because I would want that reciprocity for people that I offended and make amends. And that's time to stop the show. Make amends. I would expect that too. So how can I not have reciprocity myself? So yes, of course. I don't care who it is. But it ain't gonna happen. I'm telling you right now, uh, not my experience. So you just gotta move on. And that's another thing. Just move on, get over it. Like, oh, fuck, you know what? Fuck you. That's why the book, it's okay that you're not okay. I heard your husband died and dropped of a heart of death of a heart attack and you came home to him. The woman who wrote, it's okay that you're not okay, was a therapist or is a therapist, professionally trained to help people with dealing with loss. So she was preaching all of her fucking indoctrination and all this crap to help people. And she comes home and her husband's fucking dropped out of a heart attack because he died of a massive heart attack uh, on his exercise bike. And she comes to find out everything that she's telling her clients is wrong. Oh, I know how you feel. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. If you need anything, just let me know. And all this fucking horseshit, or you'll get married again, or you're lucky that you were married that long and you're fortunate enough to have it. Fuck you. And she says, she says this stuff. I mean, she is, if you listen to the book uh, audibly, it's better. Because the woman who reads the book, I don't think it's her, but she does a fantastic fucking job. I'm actually listening to it again because so many people are going through some shit. But the only thing you can say to somebody if they're going through deep loss is this, according to her, and I agree with this a thousand percent. Because I've had people to reach out and bless their heart and they're trying to be nice and sweet and kind. Oh, I'm so sorry. I went through a divorce too, and I know how you feel. It's like, fuck you. You don't know how I feel. You don't know. You don't compare me to you. You have no idea the level of my bond and my marriage for 20 years. Who are you to say I know how you feel? You have no fucking idea how I feel. Or if I lost my kid, or my wife, or my husband, or even my mom or my dad, you have no idea. Go fuck yourself. Because you're just burning gas on the fire. Or burn, putting gas on the fire. The best thing you can do, and you're just making problems worse, actually. 
You're pissing people off, which sometimes I excel at, unintentionally. <laughs> but according to her, and I agree with this a thousand percent, is the only thing you can say to these people, well, first of all, you need to listen. If they're opening up to you, they trust you. But there isn't one thing you can say to console or comfort them because they need to heal. And in a divorce or losing someone close to you, you need to heal. And the only thing you can say to this person is this. I'm here. That's it. And that strikes an emotional chord with me because um, nobody ever said that. And that's the only thing. I don't care if it's a guy, a woman, whoever, doesn't matter. It's the only thing you can say that just really resonates with the people. Or I just want you to know that I'm here. And that's what I say to people. Which essentially means I'm respecting you. I understand you need to heal. And if you need to talk, I'm here. But just saying I'm here. Too fucking more. I'm here. So that's that. So five years, I'm done with this shit. I'm tired of people. Oh, you're not over your wife. You know, you know blankety blank says you're not over your wife. You know what? Let me tell you something. I will never not discuss my marriage and my divorce and my total destruction of my fucking life. Because you know why? If you don't talk about it, you're not going to. If you're resentful and you're blameful and oh yeah, motherfucker, this bitch, fucking this, that, whatever, and you constantly just beat that with the dead horse, that's different. You're not over it. But when you can forgive, and forgiveness is a process, it's just not when I saw I gotta go. When I when I saw the shack at the movie theater, I was bawling when I got out. Thank God there's only five people in the fucking theater. I got in my truck in my van and I just prayed. To God, and I said, I forgive Kimberly, my daughter, and my son-in-law. But that doesn't mean it's a hundred percent forgiveness. It's something. It's a process, and you have to forgive people. That's the one key. You have whoever's wronged you, betrayed you. You have to forgive them. You have to. But that doesn't mean you forget. And it doesn't mean you're going to be buddies on the phone. And you're going to be friends. If you can, you're a better person than me. I can't. I fuck you. I can't. I can't fucking trust you again. But to carry that into other relationships and other people, highly dysfunctional, and you're just destroying yourself. You can turn into Darth Vader, or the female version of Darth And you're going to be miserable. You don't want to be miserable. So it's been five years. I think for me and other people, it's a bitch, man. It fucking sucks. <laughs> we don't need to But it needs to be done. Whether you gotta move, move. But you got to be alone. People that have rebounded or in another relationship or got married, you know, whatever works for you. I'm just concerned that you're not happy, you haven't dealt with shit, and you're going to bring all that shit into a new relationship. 
And if two people are doing that, you're you're just setting yourself up for failure. So this isn't nothing to mess with. Marriage and bonding with another person where two become one is the most wonderful experience a human's ever gonna have. Besides having kids and watching childbirth and all that kind of shit. Uh, there's nothing better. There's not. There's not. There's not. Um, but if it's destroyed, it's all hell. It's thermal nuclear war, man. It's fucking god awful. But you better not get involved with somebody else until you learn to live alone, accepted who you are, like yourself. Do things that make you happy. Don't be codependent. Be friends. Trust. And forgive. And just be happy. And that's it. And I can honestly tell you, am I happy every day? And I said, fuck no. Give me a break. Give me fucking lollipops and roses and flowers and skipping through the fucking tulips. This is life. I have my good days and my bad days, but I am content with being alone. But we're not supposed to be alone. And I'm not going to carry my shit into some other woman's life. And potentially hurt and destroy an innocent person. That's not, that's not how it's supposed to be. So that's it. I'm done. Five years. I got to go. I gotta work. I hope this helped one person. If it made me look like an asshole or this or that, I'm fucking whatever. You didn't listen. It's horrible. There's no resources. You can't confide in friends. I told you he was an asshole. I told you she was a bitch. She hit on me. You're just gonna hear all the shit that's gonna break your heart. Get some professional counseling, uh, divorce care, support group, a good psychologist. Don't be stupid. Read plenty of books. Watch plenty of videos. And I think in five years, if you're brutally honest, you're going to make mistakes. Fuck yeah. It's part of it, though. You learn by your mistakes. Simple as that. Without failure and mistakes, you're not going to learn. But you'll get it. It's going to take you. It's going to take five years. Or beyond. But I'm pretty good. I really am. So that's it. Five years. I'm tired of this shit. Anybody brings up divorce or even says, you know, and I respond, oh, you're not over your wife. Fuck you. You know, you ask me a goddamn question. Shut up. If you don't want to hear the answer, the people that don't talk about it are the ones that aren't over it. And that's in the book I'm reading right now. Boundaries learn how to trust again. If you think you're going to will yourself through this or outsmart it, you're fucking nuts. You're, you're, you're stupid. You're a fool. Talk to people you can trust. I'm just dumb enough to do it on fucking Facebook. Or whatever. I don't really care. You're going to judge me and go, that's fine. That's on you. I'm trying to help people. So that's it. I'm done. I got to go to work. I got to go to my fucking life. What time is it? 7.40. Yeah, I got to go. I really got to go. So thanks for listening to me share the show. And uh, I hope one person gets out of it. Just don't give up. Don't give up. All right? I got to go. Thanks for listening to the show and have a great day. You have been listening to the original Red Pill Show. Goodbye.